Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. Uh, This is Busy Living Sober episode 300. And I think we're on 314. We are 314 episodes. Who would have ever thought? Not me. That's for sure, Zach. So um, today... Our topic is expanding your container. And today's podcast is sponsored by Soberlink. Each and every person in the fight against addiction has their own reason for recovery. Maybe it's a husband, wife, daughter, son, mom, dad, best friend, colleague, job, hobby, or just yourself. Whatever your reason for recovery, we're all in this together. On Busy Living Sober, my mission includes... Changing the stigma associated with addiction. That's why I partnered with Soberlink to expand and strengthen our community even further. Soberlink is an alcohol monitoring technology created to help provide accountability for people in recovery. The system includes a high-tech breathalyzer device with facial recognition that allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones who can offer support in the event of a slip or relapse. Soberlink has helped hundreds of thousands of people document proof of sobriety in real time. To help rebuild trust and to foster peace of mind, Soberlink is currently building a strong community of people in recovery. Get inspired and inspire others today by joining the community at www.soberlink.com. Slash BLS for busy living sober. So there we go. There's a little advertising. Okay, so it's 9 13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, September 21st. And you might go, Why is she doing this so late? And I'm like, Well, because it's Wednesday and I haven't put out my podcast and I was not organized. I'm not gonna lie. And today was my first day of class. I'm getting my health and wellness coaching certification. And so that being said, I had to go to school today. So I would been like, I went to school. I went, I got crazy yesterday. I drove up to Amelia Island from down in South Florida. So it's just been kind of a crazy, no, nothing big, just timing. Was it good with my timing? So here I am. Here I am on Wednesday night because the fact is I got to be out there for you guys, my peeps. And um, I hope you can hear me. I know one of my most bestie, bestie, bestie lawyer listeners said to me last week, she's like, I couldn't hear you. I even went to YouTube. I couldn't hear you. So I tested this also today. It's another thing I was doing. I was testing to see how the mic worked. And we all know I'm not so techie. So I pray, pray, pray you can hear me today on this episode of 314. And I'm pulling out my handy dandy notebook, which you guys know I never, ever, really always ever do. But I heard this phrase today, and that's what I wanted to call today's podcast, was um, it's called expanding your container don't stay linear what does that mean expanding your container don't stay linear what does that mean to you what does that mean to you i think that i don't know why i always say i think that because obviously i think that or i wouldn't say it right i'm being redundant I believe that when we are 
doing things to hurt ourselves, meaning drinking, eating too much, spending too much money, um, doing things we know we shouldn't be doing that are ego deflating and hurt ourselves. Um, we can't expand our container. Let's just be honest. We can't expand our container. We can't really better ourselves if we are in the throes of hating ourselves. How do we better ourselves? First, we've got to admit that we've been not taking care of ourselves. We're either drinking too much, eating too much, spending too much money, not, um, not staying present. Right now in our universe, it's a really bad time. It's a bad time. We all know that. I don't have to tell you that. You know that yourself. We're all going through a hard time. And supposedly from every astrologer I've talked to and worked with, this is going to be over in six months. But during the next six months, life is going to be hell. Okay? It's going to be hell. You're going to be like, how can it be any more hellish than it's already been? I don't know how much more we can endure, but let's just do it for six more months and pray these people are right in six months it'll be over. But the reality is what's going on outside of us, really, we all we can do is vote. Okay, that's it. We can't do anything about the politicians. We can't do anything about the prices at the gas tank. We can't do anything about how much the groceries cost, which I cannot even believe. I can't believe how people are paying for groceries. It's insane. It's insane. Jeff and I go in for the grocery store and it's like $80 for the two of us and I'm not buying anything. Okay, so we all know the world is too expensive. COVID was a nightmare. We were all pissed off anyway. And then here we were. They closed everything except for the liquor stores. And they wonder why people have alcohol and drug issues and why people are dealing with mental health issues more than ever before. Why? Why? Why is that more than ever before? I don't know. Maybe because we're not listening to our people. We're not taking care of our people. We're not taking care of each other. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're in a bad cycle. And we're in a bad cycle. And so, but my ideas are not about focusing on how bad it is. You can watch the news if you want to be focused on that. If you want to focus on how bad everything is and how woe is me, I'm going to have a pity party. Life sucks. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. I will continue to watch the news. Now, if I don't want to be inundated 24-7 about things that I really have no power over. All I can do is get more scared. Maybe I'll stay away from the TV. Maybe I'll stay away from social media. Maybe I'll stay away from the news. If I can't differentiate it and it brings me down and I already feel like shit, why am I going to keep doing things to keep making me feel like shit? Does that make sense? Why do we continue to hurt ourselves? Why? I don't understand it. Why do we keep going back and doing the same things over and over? That's the definition of insanity. I told this girl I had to go get um, and I had to get an allergy test today. So I go to get the allergy test and I'm talking to the girl that works there. And she's like, I'm just so anxious all the time. I'm so anxious. I just can't stand it. And I'm like, okay, do you realize that the anxiety levels that we people are walking around in today, 50 years ago, you'd be institutionalized for? Just think about that. Think about that. You'd be institutionalized for the way you're feeling right now. Can you imagine? Don't some of us sometimes think, think we need to be institutionalized? Hence, we drink so much. We do drugs more than ever before. We're looking for that little pill to make everything okay. We're looking for that drink to make everything okay. 
We reach for these things that we think are going to fill us up and make us okay. And do they make us okay? No. They don't. They don't make us okay. They don't fill up our container. In fact, they deplete our container. They take away from our container. They take away from our happiness. They take away from our our peace of mind. They take away from... So watch this. Okay, so here we are. We're linear. We're here at the same. But right now we're not like this because we're like, we're scared. We're scared. We're scared. We're scared. We're scared. We're scared. I'm drinking too much. I'm drinking too much. I'm scared. I'm scared. I feel like shit. I feel like shit. I feel like shit. So here we are totally off balance, right? Off balance. We're totally like, or we're like, we're, um, we're off balance. We're not linear. We are negative. We're unhappy. We're sad. We don't feel good. We don't know what's going to make us feel good. We turn on the TV. It's the news. Oh my God. Life doomsday, doomsday, doomsday. You turn on busy living sober. She tells it's going to be another six months. Holy shit. It's done. I don't want to do this anymore. Totally get it. It's a lot. We're living in a time that's a lot, but this too shall pass. You're like, I don't believe you, but prom I promise you this too will, will pass. And um, I, I took this health and wellness class because I wanted to learn more about alternative medicines because I felt like I was turning too much to like doctors to make me okay. And I felt like, I don't think anybody knows what's going on right now. I don't think that like telling me to take a jab for a thing called COVID and then everybody gets COVID and it doesn't work, that I'm gonna go listen to these people anymore. I'm just like, is there something like alternative? That's just my gig. I'm, I'm into that. I'm into this ulterior, alter, alternative medicine. See, it's 9, 21 p.m. And I'm just like, oh, this is what you get when you get me this late at night, though. Hopefully, I'll make some sense in today's podcast. But um, I want to fill my container with positivity. And we have choices on how we're going to do life, how we're going to go about life, how we're going to proceed how we're going to go about each and every single solitary day. If we're constantly focused on something that hasn't come yet, this supposed doomsday, um, if we're focused on that, then we're in this future of something that's totally negative. We have no idea whether that's going to happen, but we're so fearful because that's what the media, media wants us to be. I don't care what station you want. They all want us to be scared. So you're either going to a fall for that and, um, fall for this whole um, initiative that says, be scared, be scared, be scared. If you're scared, then it's all good. Because if you're scared, you're going to watch my news some more and you're going to say, oh my gosh, let's all be scared together. And you're going to go sit by the watering cooler and you're going to talk about how scared you are. But that's not productive. It's kind of like a pity party. Like, okay, being this scared about things is not beneficial. And then we worry about what we did yesterday and how we hurt people and what we had done and what people had done to us. And we regurgitate these things in our head over and over and over and over and over again. And we can't get anywhere and we're still stuck. And we allow things to happen to ourselves. Okay. Nobody else is, um, does these things to ourselves except for us. We let people do things to us. You're like, no, I didn't let that person do this to me. 
Well, and a lot of times we do. We are the way we are going to decide how we respond to what others do. But that takes time. It takes effort. It takes initiative. It takes falling in love with ourselves first. We have to fall in love with ourselves and we have to realize that our thoughts are not real and we can change our thoughts. Like we can change our, you know, we can change our DNA by the way we think. There was this old book called The Secret and I've talked about it before, but it's like putting the right energy into the universe and good things happen, right? If you put good things out there, good things happen. And I believe that totally to be true. I've heard so many people say that if you manifest something, it will happen. So if you're manifesting, if you're ma- manifesting something negative, I can't even say that word, um, something negative and it happens, you're like, why did that? See, I knew it was going to happen. I told you it was going to be ha- this bad. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. Well, you've been manifesting that. You've been wanting to have something bad happen. That's all you focused on. You didn't focus on the good. You didn't look at yourself and go, you know, that's not going to happen. It's actually going to be the exact opposite of that happening. It's not going to be negative. It's going to actually be positive. But if we allow things to happen in our lives, we get a choice, right? We get choices. You might say, no, I don't get any choices. Well, last I checked, we still, if you're listening to here in the United States, at least for the five, maybe right now, I don't know, actually, if this is a true statement anymore, but... We get a choice of what we're going to do. We get a choice. And we get a choice of how we're going to feel a certain way and how we're going to react a certain way. And I want to fill my container with positivity, with gratitude, with happy, hopeful things rather than negative things. I don't want to keep filling myself up with things that aren't good for me. Now you might say, well, what is that? Well, I can tell you that waking up in the morning going, oh my God, oh my God, I have to make breakfast. Oh my God, I have to feed my kids. Oh my God, I have to go to work. Oh my God, I've got homework tonight. Oh my God, I've got this. Oh my God, I got that. We'll throw a hangover on top of it and forget it. You're out. You're done, right? You're done. Might as well say, check me off the list for today. But instead of going, oh my God, I think we can look at it going, I'm going to make a choice today to be around people that are positive. Yes, obviously you can't pick every person you're going to run into in the grocery store or at a Wawa or at a 7-Eleven or on the highway or in anywhere. But the way you react We have no idea what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. We think we may know, but we have no idea. Even this, I've said this before, even the same people that live in the same house as us have different experiences than we do. We see things, we feel things differently because we're human beings. We carry around trauma with us. We all grew up in different homes. We all, even my family of origin that grew up, my siblings that grew up in the same house as I did had all different experiences than I did. Does that make them better or worse? No. But these are things that make me make the choices that I make today. So instead of staying in that same place where I was for so long, stuck. A lot of us are walking through this life like just like zombies. Okay, I'm just going to do this again. I'm going to do that again. This is my life. When is it over? Oh my God, what am I doing? This is it. And changing is hard. Changing is hard. Changing the way you view things, changing the way you want to react to things is hard. It takes time and practice. 
And the first thing is, is you're recognizing it. So I'm going to assume if you're listening to Busy Living Sober right now at on Wednesday or Thursday or whatever day you're listening to it of episode 314, you're listening to this because you want to change something in your life. You want to change something. I'm a regular girl, right? Like, I mean, I'm not going to belittle me. I'm not going to put me above. I'm just like a regular person, right? We're all regular people. Um, I'm a long-term sober person. I've been sober for over 16 years. I'm not a celebrity, but a lot of people know who I am because of this podcast. But the reality is I'm just like you are. Okay, we're all the same. Nobody's different here. We wake up in the morning. We put one pant leg on at a time. I don't care if you're a movie star, if you're the president of the United States, if whoever you are. We all wake up the same day. We get out of the bed. We put on our panties or whatever, one leg at a time. And we, if we are dealing with something in our lives that is overwhelming and is taking over and making us be a way we don't want to be and especially if it's alcohol now if you have a, if you're battling alcoholism you don't forget you've got to talk to your doctor reach out to that doctor you can go to telehealth and tell them what you're doing and just get the green light that it's okay for you to quit drinking by yourself because i do i've mentioned this times because i find it to be important um people have died from going off of alcohol But me being a regular girl and realizing that I made certain choices in my life that weren't beneficial for me. It wasn't, it wasn't happy. I wasn't, um, I wasn't changing. I was staying the exact same way. And I mentioned it last week that getting into action changed things. Filling my container with positive things and positive people is, um, is my goal right now. And you might say, well, what about all your friends? Well, I've had people in my life for a really long time that probably shouldn't be in my life anymore. In fact, I'm making moves to not have them in my life anymore. Not that I don't like these people or that they're bad people. It's just we don't, it's just not working anymore. So I move forward, right? Like, I think all life is that we grow and we change and we grow and we change and we can get back together with these people once in a while, but I don't want to talk to them every day. I don't want to be around them every day. I want to be around positivity. I want to be around growth. I want to be around learning. I want to keep getting better, right? Because we're only here one time. So filling that container that I have, I'm going to with positivity is my important thing. I want to have people that are also positive in here. Now, if I'm going to hang out with everybody that's like, I'm not going to be happy. How could I be? Not everybody in this group's happy. I'm hanging out with people that are all miserable. Of course I'm going to be miserable. If I'm hanging out with people that are all happy, joyous, then that's, I'm going to be probably have a better chance of being happy and joyous. Now, gossipy. I don't want to be around gossipy people. It's boring. I don't find it interesting anymore. I find it very boring. When I was younger, I totally got that. I got, I did it all the time. It was kind of what people did. We were raising kids. We gossip, gossip, gossip. But you know what? It doesn't feel good to gossip anymore. I don't feel like it's good. Not to mention, is it not good? But it's boring as shit, to be completely honest, talking about other people. I don't grow from that. I don't grow from talking about other people or making somebody feel like they're better than me or worse than me. As I just mentioned, we're all the same. I don't care if your job is being on Dancing with the Stars or your job is um, an actress and you've been sober. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm psyched for you that you're sober, but you're no different than anybody else trying to get sober here. We're all human beings on this journey. And I think especially people that want to quit drinking, we are in a class that's um, it's really hard. Because not only was COVID hard in the fact that you couldn't see it, but you can't see alcoholism. It's not like you can see. I mean, obviously you can see somebody when they're drunk. 
but you can't see like the disease, the dis-ease. Your question is, why is that person doing this? And you're like, did I ever think they had an alcohol problem? I don't know. Because what did we think an alcoholic was? We've always thought it was like the hobo in the park. It was never somebody who had a job and two cars in the driveway and a mortgage. Um, no, people, I, nine out of 10 people that I know that are alcoholic all have cars and have houses and have responsibilities and also have major alcohol problems, but they decided that they wanted to, they had the opportunity to quit and they took that opportunity and they did anything they could to stay where they were. Just like I do to this day. I still go to meetings tomorrow morning. I am hosting a meeting at eight o'clock in the morning on zoom. It's on morning hope. If you are listening to this by any chance after 10 o'clock on Wednesday the 21st, I will be chairing a meeting on Thursday morning the 22nd at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you might say, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to get my medicine. I need to, What? that's one of the things I fill in my container. Happiness, joy, like-minded friends, like-minded people. People that are striving to grow and to learn. I love that. I'm always learning. I'm always listening for something new. I'm always wanting to fill my container with new things. New ideas. New ways of looking at things. When I, you know, in my previous life, I was so... Uh, 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 so rough, so tough, so tough, so judgmental, and especially of myself. And I don't know if it's come with the age of 52 or, I mean, I'm, oh my God, I'm almost 54. Jesus, coming up in a couple of days. Anyway, I'm 53 years old and I don't know if it's the fact that I am in my 50s that I don't carry it anymore, but something has changed where I'm identifying that I... I'm only here for a finite time. So I'm over 50. I think that the back nine's behind me. I could live to be 105, I guess. Maybe 106. I don't know. That's would be cool. But if it is 106, or say it's 120. I have no idea what it's going to be. But whatever it is, why not keep learning? Keep bettering myself. Instead of keep doing the same old things. Like, I know a lot of us get to this place in our lives where it's just a checklist, okay? We did what we were supposed to do. We raised our kids, check. We retired, check. We started playing golf, check. Now we're going to die, check. That sounds pretty, I mean, that's what you want to do. That's cool. But for me, it just doesn't sound like something I want to do. I don't want to be a checklist. You know, I don't want to... Um, I want more. I want to learn more. I guess I have a college degree, but do I want to learn more now? Yes. I feel like it's totally changed now that I'm an empty nester and I even got teary again today. You guys, can you believe it? I still get teary about being an empty nester. I get still get teary about the fact that my kids don't call me every day. I still get teary that I only talk to them maybe once a week. I still get teary about the fact that that part of my life is over. And, um, how do I fill up my container? I learn new things. You know, I painting is this big thing that I've been doing, you know, for the past couple of years, especially since COVID. And um, the painting has been 
such a cool thing in that it's what I do. And if somebody likes it, great. If somebody doesn't like it, great. It doesn't really matter. I'm not doing it for somebody else. I'm doing it for me. It's a great way for me to sit and get lost in color. I love all different kinds of color. A painting behind me, actually, I did. I don't know if you guys can see it because we were back there behind me. But I do it because it gives me a sense of creativity. And if somebody likes it, cool. I like it. I like being there and doing it. And am I going to be Monet? No. Am I going to be Van Gogh? No. I'm just going to be Elizabeth. And that's okay. That's enough. I don't know why we constantly want to move, move. I know why we want to move, move, move all the time. You know why? Because if we're moving all the time, then we aren't sitting and we aren't feeling and we aren't going, okay, what? Who am I? Who am I? I listen to a lot of meditations that start with, who are you? And when I say that question, who are you? What comes up? What comes up for you when I say, who are you? It's an uncomfortable question, right? If you don't know, it's very uncomfortable. You're like, wait a minute, what? Who am I? Well, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a brother, I'm a nephew, I'm a niece. Those are all labels. I get that. But who are you? What makes you tick? Who are you? It took me a long time to figure out who I am. I still some days, some days I, I, I come up with nothing and some days I, 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 it doesn't stop, right? Some days I'm like, I'm a yogi, I'm spiritual, I'm very spiritual, I am a teacher, I am a coach, I am a leader, I am, I am love. I am caring. I am, I like to be around people. People stimulate me. I like to read books. I like to take a bath. And I go into, and I go on and on and on with this. And the reason I say this is because for when I was first asked that question, when I was first getting sober, who are you? I could not tell you who I was. I was what everybody else wanted me to be. I was, you know, my parents thought I was loud, which I am. I hope I'm not too loud on here. I hope I'm not too quiet. But um, I was loud, obnoxious, all these other things, which were all negative connotations. But now I can say I'm loud. I'm vivacious. I have a lot of energy. And I don't poo-poo that. And that took time for me to figure out who I was and love those attributes. I might not be exactly like you. Like nine out of 10 people, I'm not exactly like. Most people I'm not like. I am mostly just like me. Just like you're like you. You're like you. You're not like me. You're like you. Like God makes these us people. 
And he doesn't make us so we're the exact same. As much as the world wants us to be the exact same, all draw, walk, walk around, dressed in the same clothing, voting the same way, believing the same things. Aren't we supposed to have diversity? Aren't we supposed to have different beliefs? Aren't we supposed to learn from history and see how things are done and then see what works for us? That's what I want. I want a smorgasbord. I want to go to the smorgasbord. They're the best ones, by the way, in Leicester County. Pennsylvania, they have these amazing smorgasbords and you can get everything. It's like, it puts the, what do you call it? Um, oh my God, I can't even remember this. How bad my brain is right now. Denny's, Denny's, um, you know, they have those big um, smorgasbords and you can go pick up things from the salad bar and all the rest of it. But in like, so there's so many things from a smorgasbord. So what is in your smorgasbord? What are you picking up and putting inside? And sometimes you're going to pick things up and you're going to say, that doesn't work for me. You know, the craziest thing is I moved. I moved to Florida and I moved to Fort Lauderdale. I stayed there for three years. COVID happened. My husband and I went crazy. We came up here to quiet land and we got here and we're like, this is where we want to be. But it was the wrong move. And now I'm going back to South Florida. Now, parts of me are like, oh my God, what's everybody going to think about me? Everybody's going to think I'm crazy. Well, I am crazy. I'm, cr I'm worried about the people who say they aren't crazy, by the way. I am crazy. And I do make different choices. And that is okay. That is what makes me human. I try things. If they don't work, I change them. But you're only here one time. So when you feel, fill your container, what are you going to fill your container with? Will you let me know? I want to know what's in your container. Let me know what's in your container. I'm talking to you, by the way. I'm talking to you. What's in your container? Who are you? And there's no wrong answer, by the way, to any of these things. There's no wrong answer. This is all you. It's all you. You get to do this. You get to make these choices. You get to be what you want to be. It's never too late. Take care of you. Put your needs before everybody else's sometimes. Just like they say on the plane, put the mask on your face first, and then you can do everybody else. Let me know who you are. What makes you tick? What's standing in your way? Tell me. Maybe I can help you get to the other side. Don't do this alone. You don't have to do this alone. There we are at half an hour. I've been talking for half an hour and it's now 9.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and it is, I'm tired, I'm tired guys. Um, I hope you got something out of this. Um, I'll be back next week. If you have any topics you want me to talk about, please let me know and um, we'll, we'll cover them. And reach out to me, let me know how you're doing. And um, know that you are not alone. No matter what. I love you guys. I love you until you can love yourselves. I promise you that. You are not alone. And um, reach out and I promise I'll write you back. And you can reach me at Elizabeth at ElizabethChance.com or Busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y at BusyLivingSober.com. But again, fill your container with things that make you happy. And what are those things? You first have to identify them. Okay. Take care, everybody. Talk to you next week. And keep getting busy living sober. Signing off. Elizabeth Chance here. Busy Chance. See you later. Bye.